0: Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay and I'm joined today by the voice of God Kamel in front of the camera. Hello. And we'll be talking about some of the headlines from across the country today. Starting with, here's what you do, excuse me, here's what you do if you're stopped by the police in Thailand. Now, you're a tourist on holiday or you could be an expat living here, or you're, you're a seasoned traveler, but you're traveling and you're in Thailand, you're riding on your motorbike, or you're in a taxi or a car with your friend, and the Royal Thai police have a checkpoint, or they're just hanging around by the side of the road, and they've stopped you, and they want to talk to you. What do you do? Do you freak out? No. you You stop, and you let them talk to you. But you might have done absolutely nothing wrong in which you don't have to worry anything about, or you know you've been a little naughty and you might even have something on you, but you're worried that they might ask you for some cash off the books to let you go. Now, this is a sensitive situation and it can be delicate. How do we go on about this? Let's figure it out. All right. So firstly, it's important to remain calm and follow a few basic guidelines to protect yourself. Whilst the majority of the R2P are there to do their job and they're very respectful and they're very, um, very, very, most of them are very kind and they just let you go. Um, They're just doing their job and trying to protect their citizens and visitors. But every now and then you get a couple of people who try to take advantage and attempt a little shakedown. Now, when stopped, do not admit to anything or agree to have your photo taken. If the police request to see your passport and ID, it's best to comply, but then politely ask for your ID back. You're also entitled to ask for the identification of any police officer that stops you. If a search is conducted, allow it to happen, but ask for someone to act as an independent witness. It is within your rights to use your phone to record the process as long as it does not interfere with the search. Do not sign any documents, especially if they are all written in Thai. If the situation is serious, such as a crash or drug possession accusation, insist on contacting a consular or embassy representative of your country. Always remain polite and do not cause a scene. Now, if a fine or payoff is mentioned, be firm but polite in your refusal and ask for an interpreter, consular official or tourist police representative to assist you. That is your right. And they will come and make their way to assist you if you ask for them. And if you have the relevant um, numbers that you can call, which you can quickly search for or ask the police themselves. That said, if you are caught red handed, keep in mind, on-the-spot fine may be cheaper than full prosecution. Now, we do not condone you do anything illegal, but in the case where you've been naughty, and you know it, and you've been caught, a minor offense like vaping, small amounts of drug possession, drunk driving, or speeding may come with a negotiable fine. Uh, You will not automatically be taken to the prison depending on the severity of the situation you're exactly in. If advised by the tourist police or a consular official, it may be best to pay the fine to avoid any further trouble. Uh, Once again, we do not promote that kind of behavior. Secondly, bear in mind that saving face is an important and persistent part of Thai culture. Being combative or confrontational may goad the police into harsher actions to save face and maintain authority. This is not the time to be a hero. So avoid demanding to see a lawyer or getting angry and make sure to allow them to control the conversation while answering politely the questions that they've asked of you. And like I said, 99% of the time, they will just let you go and they're just asking a few questions. This is a rare occurrence and it's the rare occurrences that always make it to the media and uh, make a big scene. However, um, most of the times the police stopping you may not uh, uh, be anything, however, Um, let's say that the police are stopping you and uh, they're the bad guys. Yeah, they're not actual legitimate officers. So it is important to be vigilant and protect yourself. If you have any doubts about the authenticity, authenticity of your police officers, wait for additional witnesses to arrive before taking any steps. Stay alert when an individual claiming to be a police officer attempts to search you or your belongings. So if you are stopped by the Royal Thai Police, stay calm, remain polite, Avoid causing a scene or demanding to see a lawyer. If advised by the tourist police, which you have the right to call them, if they search you, you have the right to videotape them. If you're with a friend, it may be best to pay on-the-spot fine for minor offenses. If you're in bigger trouble, obviously you're in bigger trouble, and uh, I guess the tourist police or your lawyers or uh, someone official will come and help you out. Now, is this the foolproof plan to go with? Probably not. However it'll take you a long way with these few tips. So don't panic. And once again, if you are caught with a vape, yes, vaping is illegal in Thailand. The police cannot fine you. They cannot take you to jail. They can only confiscate your vape and also report it to the court. If that ever, if it ever gets to there, uh, on that note, Carmel, any suggestions for the people if they're stopped by the Popo?
1: i think you said it all but i just didn't know that we could do all of that
0: uh yes i think for people who watch a lot of cop videos uh especially like the (laughs) the the ones in america and stuff like look guys most of the times police here are pretty cool uh it's those rare uh, you know if you if you're like stopped in a shady alley with like people who don't like police look like police officers and yes something's going wrong um but if you are stopped by the side of the road, the Thai police are not the people that you want to make a scene with. Mm. Yeah. They're not like if you're drunk or if you're, you know, want to act out and be like, I know my rights. This is not the country or the place to shout those kinds of things. Be smart. You're right. Like people like to claim that they're smart and I can get away with it. And I have the money and I have the power. Sure. I'm sure you do, but be smart about how to use that to your benefit. Mm. And, um, As always, be vigilant. All right, on that note, let's talk about taxi scams. Now, uh, there was a recent survey done at Sorinapum Airport uh, regarding asking tourists what they would like to see improved in the country. And the tourists had their say and they spoke up about some of the changes that they'd like. Now, overpriced taxi prices are the most, are the leading complaint among foreign tourists, along with poor garbage management and facilitation at the airport, according to the Tourism Council of Thailand. TCT. Carmel, did you even know that the Tourism Council of Thailand existed? No. Me neither until today. Uh, <laughs> normally, people only care about the TAT, which is the Tourism Authority of Thailand, who you know, come up with the new plans, come up with the cool commercials. If you're in a foreign country, the amazing Thailand um, little commercials that you see. They promote Thai food everywhere. But yeah, the Tourism Council of Thailand exists. And they're doing surveys and finding out what you, as a tourist or expat, would like to well, a foreign tourist rather, um, would, would, would like in Thailand, the changes that you'd like. So survey on a foreign tourist showed satisfaction with uh, taxi services received the lowest score of 3.5 out of five. Um, their biggest problem was that taxis refuse to use the meter and that they're afraid of being scammed. Number two, they wanted the entry process at the airport to be better because, um, this one is a little bit of a shock, not shock, but a confusion for me. Uh, Carmel, you've entered obviously Thailand, you know, when you arrive and go through immigration, yeah. did you find the process difficult or concerning?
1: No, no, no. It was actually pretty easy.
0: I thought so too. I think yeah. they've really improved for the past, uh, five to 10 years, but especially in the five years, it's quite fast. There's a lot of rows, um... So i um, um, entry process at the airport uh, is a, is a bit uh, of a surprise to me uh, problems of littering at many popular tourists okay yes some some places yes, people do litter um, and uh, it's also waste management so you know normally what happens is that they do have the bins, but they overflow and they don't uh, manage the waste uh, appropriately and therefore there's a lot of litter everywhere but um do you find a lot of litter, especially in tourist sites? Have you have you visited tourist sites recently? No. Well, I haven't, I haven't visited a tourist site uh, at all in the entire last year. But uh, perhaps the viewers can comment on this, uh, ladies in gentlemen, Please let us know when you're visiting around. Uh, the tour sites in Thailand, do you find that uh, people are littering or the waste management is not good enough? And obviously, the last uh, concern that people had was air pollution from hazardous PM2.5 fine particle matter. Yeah, there's no going, uh, th- there's no hiding that. Yes, we have a. L- legitimate air pollution problem here in bangkok and and a lot of provinces 53 provinces i reported yesterday and in uh four districts of uh, bangkok it's the governor or the officials have literally come out and said that uh it's unhealthy and that people should not be living in that kind of area with that kind of weather but what are we going to do toss his life on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we'll be talking about hotels favoring foreigners over Thais and a death of a YouTuber. We'll be back right after this. And join the fun at Carnival Magic, the world's first Thai carnival theme park.
1: Don't miss the opportunity to experience the enchantment of the magical wonders at
0: the one, the only, Carnival Magic Phuket. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're watching Good Morning Thailand. This show is brought to you by Carnival Magic. It's a carnival fantasy. It's a place where you can go and enjoy with your family and loved ones to have a great night out and watch an amazing uh, Thailand-themed show. So next time you are in Kamala Phuket, visit Carnival Magic, and you'll have a great time. All right. I have a big shout-out to give. Uh, Yesterday, we had the pleasure to meet Craig The SLP and um, yeah, Tiger Elite, by the way. Thank you, Craig, for coming into the studio and uh, having a nice chat and sharing some love. And he brought us all gifts, uh, custom made mugs with quotes just for us. Um, Yeah. So thank you to Craig for taking the time to come in. He bought gifts for everyone. What a legend. Mm. What what an elite. Uh, But yeah, we had a great time meeting you, Craig. And uh, thank you to all the members and viewers who support us every day. All right, Um, my last two stories today is regarding uh, death of a YouTuber. Now, this story uh, has been uh, not as big in the Thai media um, as it probably should, but uh, I wanted to inform uh, the audience anyways. Uh, An American fitness YouTuber called Leo and Longevity was found dead at a house in Pattaya, in eastern thailand uh two nights ago i believe and officers from the padaya city police station were called to a house in parea lagoon village in ban lamung district at 8 p.m where they found the body of the 34 year old youtuber uh, leo uh, known as leo rex in his bedroom police found him lying face down in a pool of blood wearing just a black t-shirt and blood was coming out of his mouth and nose uh, said the police and the eyes were bruised now on the desk, police found uh, a lot of uh, cannabis and a variety of other medications, that, including antidepressants, bipolar disorder pills, anxiety medicine, sleeping pills, antibiotics, and steroids. Um, police said that the room looked like it had been ransacked with belongings of his clothes uh, scattered everywhere, in, and in the bathroom, the shelves and toilet had been smashed to pieces. So it was, it was a strange scene uh, inside the room. Uh, police also found a handwritten note on the desk, which they kept as evidence. Uh, the body of the YouTuber was found by one of his old friends, Charles, um, who um, who actually uh, made an update uh, further, I believe, yesterday, and came out and said that he doesn't think that anybody else was involved in the scene. They're still investigating and finding out what actually uh, you know, really happened and investigating. However, yeah, some sad news to find a, a, a fellow YouTuber and, um, a, a, a person, uh, found dead in, in Paria, unfortunately. Uh, now, um, like I said, his friend who found the body thinks that no one else was involved. Uh, however, uh, more news and updates are coming out of Leo Rex. He was reportedly moved to Thailand, uh, after his ex-wife Lucy, uh, Divorced uh, him and filed a domestic violence restraining order against him. The complaint uh, alleged that Leo uh, abused alcohol and drugs and was extremely verbally and emotionally abusive towards the wife and the daughter um, and physically violent. Uh, on his YouTube channel, Leo gave unique takes on men's fitness and offered non conventional advice on how followers could improve their health. Um, he had unique videos indeed. For example, uh, his most watched video was How to Build a Better Penis, uh, which gained uh, almost half a million views. And in the video, he claimed he successfully enlarged his penis by two inches through a system of pumps and weights. Okay. Um, As for now, uh, for more details, you can find that on thetiger.com. And, um, yeah, that's all I have to say uh, uh, regarding that situation. Okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, our last topic today is regarding Krabi. We're going to go more down to the south of Thailand. Now, a Krabi hotel has been accused of favoring foreigners over Thais. Carmel, have you ever felt like... You've gone to a place where the hotel or the establishment has favored you over local ties.
1: No, it's usually the other way
0: around. Do people think you're Thai, by the way? Yes. Sometimes I
1: pass as a Thai until they hear me speak. Oh. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, she's not okay. Thai. She's Immi- Is it like important.
0: immediately? They're like, oh, oh, wait, no.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, well. The tour, uh, Thai tourists have condemned a hotel in Krabi for discriminatory services standards after the hotel provided better treatment to foreign guests and neglected domestic tourists they claimed that the hotel prioritized foreign guests with higher purchasing power over them for financial gain the incident was reported to have happened last Sunday January the 29th at Riley Beach and a time man posted videos on social media about the incident basically what happened was um, they had booked a trip to the hotel. They had a nice room and, uh, the fee that they paid, uh, included a shuttle golf cart. So basically when you arrive it, it, a shuttle golf cart, uh, meets you at the car park and takes you to the pier where you get on a boat trip. So the distance from the hotel to the pier is a, is, is a fair distance. So there's a golf cart to help you out. However, when they arrived, the hotel staff notified that the shuttle car, um, was not available. So the guests had to pick up their own bags and make their way to the pier by foot. Once they reached there, however, they realized there was a golf cart that was being operated. However, it was used to pick up uh, the foreign tourists that were there. Um, And that upset the local Thai uh, guests of the hotel. And they were angry because no one notified them that the shuttle was available and that was being used, but it was being used for someone else and not them. Uh, the Thai group believes that the hotel provides a better service to foreigners than Thais because it is assumed that they have more money, which is not always the case. By the way, a woman in. Um, so um, yeah, what do you think about that, Kamal? I mean, does a s- shuttle service confirm that better treatment is for other people?
1: Not really. It could have been an isolated incident, but okay. Well.
0: Yeah. Actually, uh, a woman in the uh, in the video revealed that uh, she used to actually go to the hotel regularly, and during the pandemic, when there were no foreign guests, uh, you know, the prices were cut, but she would still go, and she would receive outstanding service. However, upon returning with her friends, she faced a vastly different experience. I've uh, noticed this in uh, a very famous beach club in Phuket, Mm. where. that treats expats and foreigners way better than locals because they do have more spending power. So imagine, right? You're, you're a group of friends and you, and you know, you come to this beach club and you, you know, you order a couple of bottles, you eat a lot of food. Whereas a local, you're like, Oh, I'm just going there for a couple of drinks. You know, I just want to socialize with my friend, hang out on the beach and like enjoy a couple of drinks. And, and yeah, they, they just come to you. They're like, Oh, what did you order? Oh, okay. They give you the glass and then they leave. This is the first time I actually received a plastic glass, and I was like, um, "Can you, can I please just have it in a normal glass?" We were, I think, we were having, uh, I don't know what we were having. Um, I think it was like wine or something. Mm-hmm. And they gave you a plastic wine glass, and I was like, "I'm not drunk. I'm not. I'm not going to like break the glass. I understand why you have plastic glasses, but mm. like, can we like we're, we're normal. We're sitting here. We're civilized. Just give us a normal glass." So they gave us a normal glass later. But then, yeah, they just refused to really service us. They refuse to ever actually care about us. But they would go to the foreign table, uh, like foreign tourist tables 10 times over us. And we clearly... Uh, I asked a couple of my friends if they had a similar experience and it apparently they're quite notorious for that kind of behavior. Oh, I see. So they do care about the foreign tourists because they do spend more. That is truth. Like they do spend more. They do buy more alcohol. They do eat more food. However any sensible business should provide the same level of mm. service regardless of nationality or where you're from or spending power mm. you know whenever i think standards. about
1: customer service like i've always been on the bad receiving end of it like because i'm not thai okay. and when i speak it's clearly like it's very clear that i'm not thai most of the waiters or waitresses would ignore my table with my friends and I, and they would attend to the other people first. Oh, no. All the time. It it would happen in a specific restaurant, and it felt like they were kind of biased against us, yeah.
0: Well, let's be honest. There are a couple of bad eggs that make everyone else Mm. look bad. Uh, Another couple said they were uh, uh, overcharged. Here's another example of another situation. Uh, Mm -hmm. A couple, they said that they were overcharged because one of the partner was foreigner. So as a local... Um, A a lady, when she goes around uh, to vendors, uh, in tourist attractions especially, they get charged double because her partner is a foreigner. And I've noticed that too. Mm. The prices sometimes they'll be like, "Uh, are you really Thai? Your, your, Your partner can afford it. Let me charge you. Fifty baht extra or something like that. Have you noticed that where they first think you're Thai and then they like they're like you feel like okay they're overcharging me because they know I'm a foreigner.
1: Uh, okay, so what would happen is my friends would look more foreign than than I do. Mm-hmm. I pass as a Thai, right? Yeah. But because my friends are around me, they would give me the yeah. the overpriced yeah amount, and then I speak a bit of Thai, and then they're yeah. like, oh, okay. okay, we can give you a bit of discount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: It, it would be naive uh, and uh, not straightforward of me to say that this doesn't happen. This happens a lot mm. when you're bargaining for a tuk-tuk, when you're going to, like, local restaurants or local places and you're trying to buy something off a street vendor. Not, like, food or anything, but, like, you know, you go shopping in the local markets and stuff and bargaining's a big part of it. Yeah, and if they see you're a foreigner, they they try to overcharge you. Nothing, like, extortionate. Like, mm. if something costs 150 they might go, want, like, 200 or 250 something like that but uh, yeah it doesn't feel good overcharging is never cool regardless of where you're from but yeah you, it's just a part of life here it happens quite a lot with many different aspects and things in life but uh yeah get yourself a Thai partner and f- and ask them to do the dirty work for you <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen on that note um that's it those are all the headlines that we have for today uh, ladies and gentlemen uh I would like to make a quick, small announcement. Please join us for tomorrow's um, uh, Good Morning Thailand, because we have some uh, people we would like to introduce you to. We have some special guests uh, that will join um, myself and the voice of God. And um, we will do a quick Q&A tomorrow as well. So Friday, Friday GMT's are always special because we try to take some of our members and viewers' comments. So we hope you join us on that note. Uh, We hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you do have any comments of any of the stories, please comment after the live video. We'll see you live again tomorrow. Take care. See you. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.